And welcome to the latest episode of the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for sophisticated ignorance. I'm Caesar Walker. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, also known as the emotional one. And Walker, aka the emotional god, actually. <laughs> Walker, in my 36-year-old journey, I've been searching for sophisticated ignorance. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I found it. Thank you. We provide it now. <laughs> We provide it. What does sophisticated ignorance mean? I have no idea. It just sounds nice, Keep right? Listening. I mean, Kanye said it. Oh, is that a Kanye? Is yeah. I thought that was. I thought that came straight from you. No, 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 no. I'm not that original. <laughs> I don't give myself that much credit. Gotcha. Sophisticated ignorance. Write my curses in cursive. Oh, Otis. Okay. Yeah. That's a track I've tried not to listen to as much anymore or anymore. ever anymore. That's that song just got way, way over overexposed. Oh God. I liked it at the time. I could still hear it ringing in my head, Walker. Why are you hating on that track? Because the track was incredible. It was a game-changing type of track. Yeah. It just got overexposed. Well, so you hate for every track to get overexposed? Yes, I'm pretty... that's why I hate radio. Okay, fair enough. So do you feel a way about some of Drake's records? Which, by the way, Gatry is a huge Drake fan. Drake stands alone. I, I think his, his content, his... His audio content is just so unique. You can't overexpose it. Walker, let, let me take you on a journey. I'm, I still listen to Views album. I'm, sorry, I, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I've said it on this podcast before, and I'll say it again, Walker. Uh-huh. Views, one of, if not the best, Drake album. Okay. And you are a Drake stan. Are you on his payroll? Uh, I can't discuss. You can't that. discuss that on on air. You gotcha. keep asking me that, and my attorney keeps texting me. <laughs> Show some respect. You know, I let's let's be because now that you've gone there, I, let's talk about let's talk about let's talk about this position you have with OVO. Okay, I feel that you're not leveraging it the way you should. I'm listening. You should be. You should have at least seen a playoff game by now. You should live. In Toronto? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Walker, Don't a- you have a cubicle up there in the <laughs> office? <laughs> Again, I can't discuss that. <laughs> what I can discuss are my regional responsibilities. So let, let, let's just be let's just be uh, exemplary here, right? Okay. Um, if the Raptors were playing the Hawks in the playoffs, I'd be expected to be at every game because that's my role with OVO, OVO South, as we call it. So I'd have to be there. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not OVO West, so I have to, you know, I have to. I have to stay in my lane, and that's okay. We're a family. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Hence your love of the Views album. Right? <laughs> that was incredible. Anyway, how are you doing, sir? Walker, I'm incredible. Why are you incredible? Um, I had a very inspiring mo- uh, morning. Okay. Recording on a Saturday, and uh, this morning, I honestly have had nothing to eat. <laughs> it's about midday, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Done a spin class. Had a little jog afterwards, and I've connected with a lot of great people. These things energize me to the point to where I don't realize how hungry I really am. So you've basically just been riding on a high, natural high right oh now. Oh my goodness, Walker! Good for you. Nothing like people. I love humanity. I'm happy to hear that, sir. Anything but enough else? about me. Nothing about enough about you. Uh, yeah, it's my turn. No, I was going to say more. <laughs> I guess you represent a small percentage of humanity, so I'll 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 throw it back over. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Who likes to get on the mic and kill their friends? <laughs> you 
He's so phony, by the way. Remember, have I told you trash yet? How far are we into the podcast? Four minutes. Four minutes. <laughs> I think you're going in for a record. I think we're going to lead one day when I'm just saying you're trash. Well, just. I and I'm aiming for the opposite. I'm aiming for a recording where you do not call me trash. Well, it's not going to be this time. Hey, it's not going to be this year. Maybe not this decade, but it will happen. It will happen? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Put it, out, put it out in the atmosphere. You got to. Maybe you have a guest and I'm not here. So, you know, it's That's possible. a thought. That's a, so you're just going to record tomorrow <laughs> with <myself>. your son? I'm going to give him a list of words he cannot say. <laughs> anyway, how you doing, Walker? I'm well. Hey, you look I'm, great, man. So it's been a week since okay. we've recorded. We didn't yes. record the past week. And a lot has happened for me. Okay. Um, Gatry and I, first off, I had the opportunity of styling this guy. Yes. And um, it went well until Gatry did the big reveal for his wife. <laughs> Which he tried to surprise her. By the way, you took her out on a date two, almost two weeks ago. Has it been that long? It's almost been two weeks ago. Because yeah. that was Memorial Day week. Was it Memorial Day weekend? It was. It was the day before Memorial Day. Yeah. It's been almost two weeks. Where's time going? I don't know, but it's in a big hurry. Big yeah, hurry. But yeah. How, um, was, how was the date? The date was incredible. And honestly, Walker... I'm going to drop this because I believe in our listener base. Okay. Um, we celebrated one of our listeners who's relocating okay. um, just because I respect privacy and we're Apple people. I'm not going to say his name, but you know, you are because you're listening. Um, but anyway, it was congrats to you, by the way. Yes. Surprise, bon voyage type deal. Um, got to take my wife there. Mm-hmm. Had a really good time. So, yeah. Okay. So she enjoyed herself. She had a good time. Yeah. Good. I mean, good. I'm talking just us. No kids. Nice. Yes. Nice. No guidance. Nice. So, anyway, Gat wanted me to style him. Yes. For that for that evening, and he showed me a picture of how he looked, and he I thought he looked nice. I did too. <laughs> I'm being serious. Yeah. Until. Until my wife dropped the hammer. <laughs> how detailed do you want me to go here? I want you to be as honest and forthcoming as possible, because so, we've only been chatting through text about this. True. We haven't so, had a full out conversation. So I um, I asked Walker to style me, and um, I was really wanting to surprise my wife with this, right? With me having a having a, a new look. And to that, I wanted you to kind of include her in. Correct, correct. Okay. So um, I'm getting all excited about these these pieces that Walker's picking up for me. Walker's spending time with me. Um, he's taking me to where do we go? Belk. We went Belk because yeah. I think at this point, by the time you told me, we had less than a week. Yeah, yeah. So we were limited that's to... That's how the, I operate. Yeah. I knew about this event for four months. <laughs> Walker knew about it a week. Yes. So... Yeah, I'm on 3G still. I'm trying to get that upgrade. Don't don't lose the faith. <laughs> Keep the faith. Um. So, yeah. So we, we pick everything out. Yes. Um, we get it in time. Well, actually, your shoes didn't come in time. Right. There were shoes that I had picked out that had to be ordered Walker, and the shipping. Go I ahead. haven't told you this. You sent them back. No. Oh. Walker, those shoes should have shipped with a fire extinguisher. Fire, huh? Heat. So you love them. I'm speechless. They're incredible. No, I'm, keep, I'm keeping those. Walker. So just imagine how it would have looked. So basically, the shoes that we that I picked out didn't get in there in time for no. you to go on your date. Walker, when I fix my time machine, that's the second thing I'm going to do. Gotcha. Let's get those shoes there on time. As well as put back the time stone. Uh, no, that's, that's like the fifth thing. Gotcha. Sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, 
Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Walker Walker did an excellent job styling me. Um, so anyway, we get there. Um, we you know we we drop my kids off at a family member's house in the area, and I'm getting dressed and you know I'm feeling really good. And here I am. I'm ready. And uh, I look at my wife. She's looking stunning. I tell her she's looking stunning. And I sit there with my hand out, like, you know, kind of saying non-verbally, what about your boy? <laughs> you know? Check it. Which yeah. You, yeah. So she looks at her clock or looks at her watch and says, what time are we supposed to be there? How long is it going to take us to get there? Okay. So we get in the car. So I'm like, okay, it's fine. She, she just, she wants to get there. Get in the car. We're riding. Everything's good. Da, da, da. We get there. I'm like, you know, I'm stepping in front of her, you know, to get the door, things like that. Like, you are going to see this fit that I'm wearing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. So finally, we're sitting there, um, we're eating, and I said, listen. She knows you. Yeah. <laughs> I said, listen, you haven't said one thing about what I'm wearing, and I'm very proud of what I'm wearing. <laughs> and she looks and she says, oh, she's like, well, I really like those shoes. Are those new? Yes. So yeah. So, but that's a look. I well, we don't have video. But I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're new, but you know, everything else, right? And she's like, oh, oh well, you know, I should, you know, I love that watch. So I said, babe, look at my clothes. And she said, Ronnie, I'm sorry, but I've seen you in linen pants in a in a polo shirt before. Gotcha. Well, she's seen you in everything. True. So it's not like you. She was going to see something brand spanking new or yeah, different. Like but, you're not going to go come out in the kilt. But Walker, <laughs> Walker, it's different though, because this is something you schooled me on. The fit was perfect. The look. The well, look. The look and the fit of everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, the pants fit. But it was a simple summer look. Yes. And I went for simple. Right. And you delivered that. Yeah. So anyway, I didn't push the issue because I'm thinking, I don't know when we'll get a date night ever again. <laughs> You didn't want to ruin the night. Hey, yeah, you didn't want to go to this peace. This is the reality I live in. Gotcha. Um, so I was just like, okay, whatever. So it was that. Okay. So yeah, I styled him and and he he felt he felt like you you felt like you missed the, the your your target. You Absolutely. missed the mark because you wanted the wow factor with her. Yes. Now you sold it to her as a big surprise or what did you tell her? Um I really just told her how excited I was about the night, the night. And gotcha. I said, you know, I'm going to do a few things different mm-hmm. just because this is it means a lot to me. And you encouraged me to share that with her. I wasn't even going to say that. I was just going to shock and awe. So, yeah, my. Yeah, well, you got shocked. And you, and you got awe. <laughs> <laughs> you went two for two on that. Seriously. Just not in the way you had hoped. But yeah, and, and my thing for you was like, dude, like, because even when we were shopping, it was like, you didn't show, I would talk to you the next day. You tried it on? Yeah. He was like, yeah, it fits great. Did you show your wife? No, no. because you wanted to surprise her. Right. And I'm like, eh, you need her by I, I was upstairs in my son's closet trying on these clothes because I didn't want her I would have liked to have pictured that. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, like, yeah, I, I figured, because even with my wife, like, I know I look fine, but I'm always, babe, what you think? And it's funny, like, my my wife, sometimes she'll be like, you look great. And then I know I look great. She'd be like, it's fine. Uh, it's it's just it's, it's just interesting. It's, they be in their own little world getting ready themselves and doing stuff. So and see, I, I, don't, I don't get bent out of shape. And Walker, I think that's important because 
you you've seen you've seen me years mm-hmm. ago, more than a decade ago, where I had absolutely no style. I'm talking sure. like khakis and an old navy two button shirt. Sure, or I can't even call it a polo shirt because it's old navy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I have to credit my wife for you know taking this bull by the horns, if you will, and introducing me to style. A, a teaspoon at a time, right? Yeah, right? So I've grown accustomed in our marriage to her picking out my clothes, telling me what to wear, and me just going with it. So I wanted this one chance to say, "Look, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to switch it up on you, but it's it's going to it's really not me, but it's going to be something I induced, even mm-hmm. if I had to go to Walker to get some help, and you weren't involved, and I'm still killing." Yeah, but, and, and, I, and I get where you're coming from, but you have to remember, unless that's not communicated, which you didn't communicate that. No. Um, your wife is a stakeholder in how you look. True. Right? True. So you almost have to get buy-in for her to even take that, which is for me, me being kind of like the mediator, so to speak, I'm like, hey, run this by her to see what she thinks. Because my thing is, I was telling my homeboy this last year yeah we, he was talking we were talking about cologne i said dude cologne is not for you right it's for whoever it is you're involved with right. so you may like the smell <laughs> of it but if she thinks it's atrocious don't get it right like throw it away if you already have bought it or take it back if you got the receipt whatever or you find know somebody I mean? else is single <laughs> depending on your Happy options, birthday <laughs> depending on your options right <laughs> but anyway like yeah so so if in your case she she has a lot she has a lot of stock in how you look sure. in your presentation Absolutely. so she has to be at the table even if you're trying to surprise her and make it a big day yeah you you she has to be involved in that process and because she wasn't and there's a big reveal she's like okay right you know what right. i mean and so you know she may like color she may like whatever on you so yeah, but Walker, I got and and this is my bad because I was honest with you about how I felt about things, mm-hmm. but I didn't reveal enough of the good. Walker, that venue it was actually upstairs, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if they had AC. Mm. And then there were a bunch of people that looked like you who are congregating in this space. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jesus Christ! He meant black people. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to be politically incorrect. Um, <laughs> But I have to, I have to commend. I feel like the linen kept me cool, as cool as I could be. Mm-hmm. And the shirt, whatever material that shirt was, I felt like it did, did as well. Um, as I told Walker before, I'm a bigger guy. I sweat mm-hmm. a lot. Had no issues with sweat. Like nice. I, I, I think out of, out of habit, I started get. I, I would get like a little napkin and start wiping my head. And then I, I recalled looking at it. Nothing. There's nothing. Nice, nice. So, so it it achieved. Yeah, it achieved everything. Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. and and that's what I wanted to. I'm talking a lot about what I'm what I do, but no, it's but space it's, for that. it's functional. I want you to wear something that's functional. Number one, something that you'd be comfortable in. Number two, sure, and something that you would like. Number three, and and I feel like we hit the mark on all three of those. Oh yeah, from a lessons learned. And something that I've learned that if I'm dealing with someone who's married, the wife has to be at the table. I learned that lesson too. Yeah. <laughs> she has to be at the table. And, and I'm, and I'm glad we it. were able to get there. I pushed that, but you as but then again, you're my client at the same time. Sure. So I have to ultimately respect your wishes. So if you wanted it to be a surprise, 
it's a, it, it puts me in a weird spot because sure. I can override you, but I can't tell you what to do with your wife. Right. Right. So that's kind of out of bounds for me. So if you're trying to surprise her, then I have to I have to kind of yield to that. I can't put you in a rough spot and expect greatness. Sure. Sure. You're but, not, but you're not but, Kawhi but, Leonard. But you <laughs> More on that later. Right. But uh, but yeah. So so I styled you. And I, I thought it was cool. It yeah. was fun. It was a learning process for me. Um, I'm, I realize how invested I am and how much I care about. I can tell this is a passion project for me. Okay. Because I care about the outcome. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you told me that it was functional. You didn't get too hot. And it's summertime. Yes. This is the toughest time of the year to style anybody because you don't. It's only shirt and pants or short shirt and shorts. Right. It's you're, it. you're not pulling a, a coat you, and all. Yeah, you ain't you ain't put a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff together. You, right. It's minimal wear at at best. Sure. Right. So I'm happy to hear that, but I really I, I, and, and granted, it's not going to all come together every time for people. Yeah. Um, but I wanted I wanted it to be perfect for you. Okay. In a sense, sure. I wanted her to be like, you look so. I felt like you needed that, and gotcha. I was working for that. So the fact that you didn't get that how you wanted it was like it was still a miss for me. Okay, you know what I mean. If I'm looking at the game tape the next day, okay, guys, here's what we got to clean up. Right. You know what I'm saying. I so, gotcha. so I, that's why I know for me it's a passion project. Okay. Gatry and I, while we were styling each other, I, we took a long road to get here. But Gatry and I, while we were shopping for shoes, we we ran into someone who has a what you call uh, the gift of prophecy, right? So, I know for some people that's kind of spooky or whatever, because oftentimes as the perception for people who have that gift is that they tend to come across as manipulative. Um, and so, reason why I didn't get that vibe. Um, the person wanted to pray for Gatry. And so started off praying for Gatry. And Lord knows I need prayer. Yes. <laughs> yes. That goes without saying. <laughs> goes without saying. Um, but he wanted to pray for Gatry and he began to prophesy. He began to say some things that confirmed what Gatry, where he kind of was. He was re- professionally, I mean, yeah. just kind of ambition, the whole nine, right? Some passions and things that Gatry wants to do. He kind of was on target about that. And here's how you know if someone is really genuine and really are operating in that gift. They don't want anything from you, mm-hmm. right? So this person didn't want anything from us. And granted, it's awkward that whole, that first dynamic when they walk up to you and ask you because you don't know this guy. Like no. I was like, this is clearly how this somebody Gatry knows. No. I saw the look on Gatry's face when he walked up and I was like, what's happening? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I didn't know what was going to happen. So and you he, remember my thoughts. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. What I did I, I do? I was shopping while black. Right. <laughs> or blackish. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So, you know, we didn't know what was, what was going to be. So he offered to pray in that whole nine. And so he he even offered to, to pray and prophesy with, with me. And yes. he hit the target on some things. And he hit a thing with me that said, and I'll go ahead and say it, was that God has some things lined up for me that things you want to do. Basically, you're waiting on like, God, I'm ready. But God says I'm preparing you. Mm, Right. Yeah. To summarize it. Okay. And I felt like he was talking about this area that I'm dealing with styling. The passion project. The passion project. And I took it to heart and I'm still I'm still prepping myself for that. Well, in the meantime, Gatry, since then, like 
this year has been very interesting because you remember I told you I've been fasting social media off and on yeah. and staying off of it. This has been one of the better years for me in a while. Um, and every year has been, for the most part, good. I'm not going to say I've had, have to had down years. Right. But this has been an incredible, exceptional year for me. Okay. Um, in this year alone, which this is what, June? First weekend in June? Is it June already? Yeah. First weekend in June. We're almost halfway through the year. I've had two raises, and last week I got a promotion. Got a promotion. Walker, you didn't even tell me this. That's why I was waiting for the podcast. Waiting for the podcast. Big reveal. We're supposed to be brothers in blood. Well, we're getting to the blood part yet. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take baby steps. Okay. (laughs) But no, like, so that happened. And I'm like, okay, I'm taking off professionally, but I have this passion project sitting over here. And I think it kind of brought everything full circle what the guy was talking about. Okay. Is that you want to do this thing here and you're ready to do it, but it's not time yet. Oh, yeah. Because now my focus is on this new position and title I'm in, and it's going to require a lot of focus because in my previous position, I was pretty good at it. Okay. Like, that's why I got uh, this you promotion. Were, you were really good. Okay. But, but my point is when you get to that point there's a there's a you tend to lose focus if that makes sense okay. you're still sharp but the time that you spent your focus on trying to perfect that craft you can now dedicate to other things sure does that make sense okay now i'm in this new position i have to snatch all my focus back to perfect this new role i'm in mm. you know what i'm saying yeah so now it's just it's it's a lot going on for me um, but it's wow, good. Yeah. It's good. Um, pay. Okay. Wow. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm like, okay. You That's know what how I mean? y'all feel? Right. <laughs> That's what we doing. <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah, it's just been, it's just been good. And wow. this, this past week is, is renewed. Wife is just, I feel like we're going to the next level in, nice. in our marriage. Like it's, it's just been great spiritually. Yeah. It's been great. It's been great. And again, man, like I think making certain decisions this year to kind of focus on what's important, my my wife, my family, myself, God, the whole nine and just mm. uh, cutting out distractions. It's amazing what has been transpiring this year. Wow. And I just encourage people to do that. It's dude, just. A, yeah. I congratulate you, man. Cause, Thank you. Because Walker, one thing, dude, you are so diligent in what I feel like everything you do. Mm-hmm. But in terms of your profession. Like, I wish I would have taken it as serious as I, I do yeah. now. But yeah. I mean, you're you're at a different level, right? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like you deserve every, all these good things that have come to you, man. Thank you, sir. I'm serious, dude. Thank you, sir. So it's it's and what it's done is put a battery in my back because now I'm like, I'm thinking the next the next there thing. Go. There you go. So I it's really not like it now. so now I'm not like oh I've arrived. It's like no, I, I, the person who put me in this position. I'm going to make you look so good. There you go. That you're going to want me for the next thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. going to make you feel so validated by the, you know what I'm saying? So now the battery, now it's a new focus. Now yeah. it's other, now I got to keep doing what I'm doing because now I can't take my foot off the gas because everything, making certain decisions got me here. Yeah. So I'm not going to stop making those decisions and plateau out. You know what I'm saying? And yes. so it's, for me, it's, 
I still have my passion project over here that I'm perfecting, you know, at night or when I'm doing stuff. But at the same time, I like where I am right now. Go. So, yeah, a lot about that's me. great to hear. We, we talk a lot about me, but and we did talk about you in the whole well, style. We share the podcast, even though I hog the mic from time to time. Yeah, you know, hey. I guess it comes and goes. You're the right? better half of the podcast. So I think it's only right that you speak sometimes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. No, but uh, yeah, that's it, man. That's, that's awesome. it. Listen, let's 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 move on to to really. Uh, let's move on to other things. We. In the past week, or the last time we were here, we talked about a documentary that Edward DuVernay did, or was going to do. It hadn't released at the time, but it has released since. It is When They See Us, about the Central Park Five. Um, I have not seen it all. I've only seen episode one. Gatry, you've seen... Episode one. Episode one. Correct. Thoughts? Man, Walker, I, I know I'm the emotional one, so get ready. Okay. Um, being a father of two two young men mm. as i'm watching and, and i don't know if we can spoil this or not walker um spoiler alert spoiler we, we're alert. Gonna have, we don't have to point out that this is spoilers in here as we unpack our view of, of the first episode we're gonna have to share some things absolutely that, so and, right and now the reason why I, it's a spoiler but not really it's it's a it's, it's, a, it's based a, on a true story. A true story. It's so out there already. It's out there already. Okay. Right. So I don't. Feel I, I really feel it's a spoiler. Spoiler. But gotcha. yes, if you intend to watch it, because you may not know the details, sure. we will talk about the details. Okay. okay. Well, um, again, as being a father of two young men, um, I, I place myself in the shoes of a lot of the parental <clears throat> figures that are portrayed in this docu series, if you will. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I. I I saw how everything, I felt like things moved pretty quickly in the first episode. They get right to it, right? Right, right to the incident or, so, or alleged I, I incident. I like that. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, they don't drag you through it. Um, I was upset, Walker, honestly. Um, I can understand why. Yeah, but it as I'm seeing these young men be manipulated, be starved. And by manipulated, let, let's, let, let's hit that and, and, and get out. Okay. So basically, we've seen it in, on TV shows. We've seen it in movies. They basically took these five kids in individual rooms and manipulated these kids. Some of these kids they were they were violent with. Um, they beat they beat on them. They yelled at them. They and many of these kids, their parents weren't able to be there with them because some of the parents had to work. Like right. there was in a there was in a no no excuses. I have to be there or I lose my job. But Walker, for some of these kids, their parents weren't even notified. Absolutely. As you saw towards the latter part of the episode. Yes. I think it was Corey. Yes. The last one. Yeah. Like his mom was trying to she was going from precinct to precinct trying to find her son. How does this happen? Right. And I I know this is depicted what, late eighties, early nineties. Sure. But still, like it it just it, in seeing that, I'm thinking, well, goodness, America. This is why as black people we get scared when the police come around. Absolutely. Absolutely this, because this every, takes you a step a step deeper into the Linda issue. As Linda Fairstein, the, the the prosecutor, the woman who's going through it and we'll get to her. Yeah. I'm so glad you remember said, their names. She said she said every black young black man in that park is a suspect. Yes. That come was on now. Very intentional what she just said yes. there. So that means that as a non-black person, I am suspect and black kid is synonymous. So it dehumanizes them. So I'm not looking at what I'm doing when I'm treating these kids. And when we talk about the manipulation, getting back to them, 
they're telling these kids, well, such and such said you did it. Who is such and such? Right. Because what I it took me a while to realize these kids didn't even know each other. So, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I grabbed that in the beginning. Oh, okay. Well, I got that in the beginning. It took a while for that to I'm sink looking in at for who me. they're with. I'm right. looking at their friends, right? But they, as, they sh- as they were being pulled to the park, and they didn't know each other. Okay, see, and I was thinking, yeah, if you're if you're gonna go to a restaurant and knock when did on you a realize window, that they didn't know each other? Oh, when when uh, the parents started getting involved, and there was that written document where um, no, 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 the the kid's sister. I wish I could remember the names, but I can't. The kid's sister read the document yes. that that she, the police she was had like, forged. Yeah, I remember that. I remember and that. She was looking through. She's like, we don't, you don't know him. You who is this? Right. I was like, oh. No, I knew so that. So they're not all. No, all when, black people don't know each other. Okay, so Raymond, the 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 uh, l- l- Latino. Yes. When they was telling the younger kid, Kevin, Kevin, that's yeah. who you're talking about, who had the sister. Correct. Yeah. Raymond says you did it. Who is Raymond? Right. So right. when he said who is Raymond, that's when it clicked. Yes. Yeah. But I knew it before then because of who they went to the park with. Ah. Uh. You're showing it's like it's like the movie Vantage Point. I don't know if you ever saw the movie Vantage Point. No, but it shows the same scene over and over, but from different perspectives. Oh, okay. I've and seen so, I've seen films like yeah. that. But yeah, and okay. so it's showing everyone as they enter the park. They're with different crews of people. Right. Now they end up running into the same crowd eventually, but they're getting there with different people. So I already knew in my mind. Oh, they don't know each other. Right. And Which is the crucial. Thing, and the thing, and see that to me, that was the climax to me of the entire uh, episode is when they all, the four of them, because I think they they had Corey separate. Which he, he was which like was there. So, here's what's so crazy about this: Corey wasn't even the one they sent for. Right, he went down there with his friend Yusef, the guy with the high top face. Yusef, yeah. that's his name. Yes. Okay. Yusef. I don't pay attention to any Dude, details I went to like IMDb that. and I was trying to remember these names. Okay. Yeah. Research nice. purposes, right? So Yusef is, looks like a prep kid. Smart. He looks like he and is he is. He skipped a few grades. Yeah. He even before they said that, he looked. Like he he has a fire report card. Walker, did you hear how they talked about him? Absolutely. And they made fun of like how he speaks properly, and it's like you're not gonna you're, you're not, not gonna, gonna BS us with this with talking because you know how I felt about that because you're a suspect. Right. Right. But like you've already been dehumanized, so I don't care about your grades. I don't care about how well you talk. You've already you're not human anymore. You right. are a suspect. Right. So that's why I can grab you and hit on you and throw. And manipulate you and, and get you to and where you're. And you got to think it's about deeper, it's deeper than that, Walker. In the eyes of of these police uh, professionals, these are animals. These are young animals. Sure, sure. So treat them like animals. Well, dehumanized. Right. You, you're you're not human. Sure. So I, I just think it's deeper than the suspect thing. I think there's there's psychological issues there as well. Right. Right. But and and, and and let me ask you this: Do you think this is something? every white person should see absolutely i think it's something every black person should see i agree it could be a it could be a bit much for us as black people just because a lot of us who are very knowledgeable about this it can just be a lot gotcha because i remember i've seen people on social media this week saying i I couldn't finish it really i I could not finish if parents people like I, i check the demographic if you got kids um if you may have had an experience like this like it's very triggering yeah so i can see how you can struggle like my wife my wife has a thing for kids 
You know what I mean? Like she works in children's church. She loved kids. So for her to see them do that to that little 13 year old kid whose mom was sick and couldn't be there mm-hmm. and they're making him just admit to stuff and uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then they had the person come in and try to play good cop. Hey man. That was so that was the manipulation you see how of that it. Happened. Yeah. The man. manipulation of that was just cruel. It was just cruel. Walker, I want I want to get to one particular scene. Okay. And th- this scene was ringing so true even after consuming it. Um, the scene, and I'm so glad you know the names because I don't. The scene where uh, the kid's father is in there. Antron. Tron. Tron, yeah. Yeah, that's Antron. it. That's it. And, um, oh my gosh, yes. I know where you're going. Dude. I know where you're going. So, so basically, go ahead. No, go ahead. you go ahead because you're going you're gonna to draw this out better than I am. So basically, you know, they start off, the, his parents are in the room as they're asking him questions. He was one of the few, I think he was the only kid whose well, parent parents was there. there. Yes. And the way they got him was because they came to the house. They came to the house to get, and Antron didn't get picked up that night. Right. So they came to the house. So they go with Antron to the to the police station. So they're in the room as they're asking questions. So they start turning up the heat on Antron. Now they can't be violent with him because his parents, parents are there. Are right there yeah. So they start turning on the heat. Hey, they're saying you raped this girl. They're saying you did this. And then the parents are like, whoa, that ain't you know that's not what you know was going on. Like why? No, that's not right. So they had to get the mom out. The mom gets hysterical. Mom was about to go off. She's about to go off. Yeah. They had to usher her out. So the father. Pulls one of the policemen to the side, like, man, listen, my son don't, my son don't even talk to girls. Much, how could he much less rape a woman? Right. Like he ain't even, he's not there yet. So the cop goes. A woman passes him a note. He looks at the note and is like, so uh, I don't remember his dad's name, right. but he was like, so uh, I hear you at you work at such and such. That's a good job. He was like, do they know about your past? Mm-hmm. And he was like, what? This got to do with anything? What does that have to do? Like, I'm clean. Like, I'm not, I haven't done anything right. since being, like, I'm on a straight and narrow. Like, what are you I've talking about? I've done my about? time. I've, yeah. <laughs> and so, and so he was like, we need you to uh, go in and talk to him. If you don't want them to know about. So basically they manipulated the dad into telling his own son. Walker, I'm not going to lie. I had a hard time watching that. Because, again, it's it's me with my son in the room. I'm going to tell you the hard part with me. And and I wouldn't have done this. Even, and, and, again, <laughs> you don't know the law. You Like, it's the 80s. You don't know how bad things are. I, I think now. myself. Yeah, this is the 80s. So, this is not 2019. Right. So you're thinking if I just comply with them, they'll help me out. Right? So the kid, the, the 13-year-old is telling his sister because his sister is there now. She's like, I'm not signing this. And the kid is begging her, I want to go home. I can't stay here. When in reality, you and I know, if you sign this, you're not you're done. You're, you're not done. going home. Yes. Right. So it, it, was, it was amazing to me. And, and again, I'm getting back to the turning point. The turning point was when they're in that cell, the four of them. Because Corey is at this point testifying. You know what's so wild about Corey Corey was with his girl that night. Come on, man. And you left your girl to go to a park. You was a free man. A girl who was begging to spend time with you. Begging yeah. to spend time with you. What was with you? Were you eating some fried chicken and honey. 
Anyway, <laughs> pre 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 recording conversation. Anyway, but but yeah, like you're with your girl and you go from that to 24 hours later, being the one who raped a woman you never laid eyes never on even, in the park. Yeah, it's crazy. That is a that is a crazy 24 hour turnaround. 24 hour turnaround. So he's not in the cell. The, the when the guys realize that you told on me, but I can't get mad because I told on you. Yeah. Like when they re- like when it everybody sets gets in, each other. Yeah. When and it sets in that we've all been set up. Mm-hmm. That moment and it's real quiet and it's everyone's just thinking. That moment right there was like, oh, that's the justice system. There you go. In a nutshell. Like, I was doing okay just yesterday, and now I've been had. I thought I was going home. In less than a day. I thought I was going home. Like, these people sold me on being able to go home. I've been had. Like, to me, that was just... The way the way Ava put that together is brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, just brilliant. And Walker, the, the another another striking point. I love how Ava put the emphasis on the head, on the lead prosecutor. Yes. And do you see how all that energy just quickly trickled down to everyone else? Absolutely. Now everybody's turned up. Yeah. And it, it lets you see like, and I, I hate to admit this, but from a humanist standpoint. Maybe it's not always about the cops. Maybe it's someone above them with the psychological or by or 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 opposite bias. Yeah, I can see that. You know, I can because see they got to perform for her, just like you were saying a minute ago. They have. <laughs> they got to make her look good. Yeah, yeah. By any means necessary. By any means necessary. Now there's a stigma that comes along with. But with that but, as but, well, but, but, but here what I say here's a, here's the thing that's a that's a good point because that's a trickle down leadership that's a leadership issue. However, you don't have a conscience about it. Okay, here's here's the thing: you don't have a conscience at all carrying out these plans, these 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 messages. No, here's why here's why you don't have a conscience. The prosecutor, Linda Fairstein, is in the room and they're gathering the evidence together. At this point, it's not connecting. No, she knows it. (laughs) She knows it, but she's saying, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make it connect. Who else was in that room when she was having this conversation? Was that the defense? That was the black police officer. He was in the back just just standing. Who's who's, is, is is the DA... Is that the other lady who's trying, who's poking holes in the theory of the of the lead prosecutor? Yes. Okay. The DA was like, I love her. <laughs> the DA was like, well, do you? So far, with the curly hair. Yeah. No, she's just she's in it too. Uh, hold on, I'm about to pull up IMDb right now. We we need. To she had the curly hair. I know who you're talking. Yeah, yeah, about. yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't need to trust her. She's dirty too. She's dirty too, because she knows the story's BS. It's not making sense to her. But she's poking holes through the lead prosecutor. And by the end of the by the end of the end of the episode, she was rolling with it because she was. That's at, right. She I said, "Tie it that. in." That's right. That's where Corey That's right. came in, and she got Corey to confess. The DA went with. That's it. right. The DA knew it was bogus, but the, as long as she was able to tie it in, she was willing to roll with it. That's right. No, she is just she's just as responsible too, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. 
We know how you don't like cancel culture. <laughs> Do you agree with what cancel culture is doing to Linda Fairstein? Have you heard of what's happened to her this week in light of this 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 being released? This documentary being released. I have the not, story. It's not yeah. a documentary, it's a story. Right. It's a docu-series. Docu-series. Right. No, I haven't I haven't caught wind of any of that. But enlighten me. She's off of social media. Oh. She's she other uh board like she serves on like bo- uh, boards. I don't know what for, but her board members are looking at voting her out. She has been you know she's published books since being a prosecutor. No. She's an author. Based on her experiences and whatnot, she got dropped from her publisher this week in light of this. Ooh. Now, we know how you feel about cancel culture. Oh, Walker, I see, where you, I see where you're going here. Based on the energy that you've kept up to this point, you of all people shouldn't be feeling this. Okay. Is that an exception here? I know I put you in a high. I don't like you. I put you in the hottest of seats. Can, can I start with but, that? But that's the thing. We say we and 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 this has always been my this has been my take on cancel culture. I feel that cancel culture is almost like the death penalty. I don't think it applies in every case because every situation is different. Sure, sure. right. So I'm not I'm not I'm not going for gas chamber. Every time there's a crime committed. Right. 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 But there are times where you may need to get somebody out of here. Hence, that came up around the R. Kelly situation, which we'll get to that later. (laughs) Right. Is this one of those situations or are we going to to, to double down and say, no, I'm anti-cancel culture? I'm going to answer. I'm going to answer that. Okay. To, To those who haven't heard my viewpoints on cancel culture, one of my one of my biggest points is. I have a hard time believing that you can charge people today for what they've done years ago. Mm-hmm. So I tend to weave in a statute of limitate statute of limitations with okay. a lot of these cases. So that that that's my mindset. With this case, Walker, I'll be honest, and you're not going to like this answer, but considering the setting of this event. 30 years down the line, you start peeling things back from this woman. I mean, the the, the damage has been done. Okay. So I, I have to question its effectiveness. Of dealing with her? Yeah. Because cause think about it. Yeah, she's lost a publishing deal. Um, what what Some of the other consequences you explained, to me, these are slaps on the wrist. Okay. Now, if you want to attack what was done, what was documented in this docuseries... You got to go harder than that. Who's to say they won't? That's to be if, determined. If they do, Walker, and I don't even know what that looks like. Because it, it first starts with isolation. Do, if they do, I'm more than comfortable with putting an exception here. Because here's how I look at it. It's a process. It first starts with isolation. People are distancing themselves from her. Her publishing company dropped her. Okay. If the people start to pursue some action against her, if that's a wild if but if they do that's just the next step in it as far as i'm concerned i don't know if that happens i don't know but i think it i think as in light of this it's almost like the r kelly thing we saw how that's been a gradual thing right so that's totally different though it's totally different so people didn't start in light of what start coming out people didn't start isolating themselves from r kelly yeah they did but 
the I'm not talking about the, the crime. I know, but the I'm not the, talking about the, the crime. crop of alleged witnesses. You you have to admit deep down deep down your heart, it's been a little sketch. Let's get back to there. Okay. The, we'll, we'll, hold hold that. Hold okay. that. You asked the question. I'm but, answering. But, but what I'm saying is is so you're saying that you so you're so basically you're you're staying true to your claim on cancel culture. I you am. don't feel as though it's effective. No. These are slaps Effect- on the wrist. To you? In general. What about to the family? Whose family? The families of the of the kids. The kids well, who are now grown men. I don't I don't know. I don't know if you look at these uh, these set of consequences that you just put before us, you say, Oh, justice is served. No, I want I'm not saying that. I'm so saying how does how does it how does it positively impact the family? That something is happening to this woman. Something is happening. Now there's some form of accountability. Because, Walker, here, here's what I don't like about cancel culture. Okay. We're going to Cosby. You throw Cosby in jail. Sure. But look what you do to this prosecutor. It's fresh, Gatry. This is a week old. It's a week old. You have to keep it in perspective that this just came out. You think this lady's going to see any time for this? I don't Be- know. No, she's I not, I Walker. I don't think so. She's not. I don't think Get so. Get cancel culture out of there because there's so many holes po- po- okay. pointed in it. So, as as and so, if we don't think something is not going to happen to her legally, we just leave it alone. Here's where you're really getting me, Walker. Okay. So we just say you don't, you don't, especially when something like this. You throw has our hands tra- up and say when something like this. They're not going to do nothing. Yeah. Okay. So screw it. Great point. That's all I'm saying, Gatry, is that sometimes, sometimes you got to throw that, you got to throw that MF in the gas chamber, dog. <laughs> sometimes you got to cancel somebody. Sometimes she you got to get them up out of it. She canceled, though. She's starting to. Oh, she's starting to. She's starting to. And whatever, and here's the thing. Here's the things that you can't really quantify. You can't quantify stress, anxiety, guilt, that whole thing. You don't know what that lady's dealing with in the privacy or in her own home in light of this coming out. Mm-hmm. Reputation and, and people. I, Just as listen, you compared her situation to the families of the victims. You don't know what she's dealing with. You don't know what they're dealing with. Oh, I don't feel sorry for her. That's not what you're. Don't hear that. Hold on. Which family are you talking I'm about? I'm talking about the victims. Linda Fairstein. I don't feel sorry for her. Okay. I'm just saying there's a lot of built in consequences to doing wrong. Yeah. And in light of what's coming out, her reputation is being tarnished. The whole there's a lot of things that's happening as a result of this that I'm here for. I'm here for it. I'm here for it all. You ruin the lives of five innocent children. Right? Right. And devastated families associated with them in the process. And shoot, these are just the five. How many more people? You are a prosecutor. How many other people's lives you've ruined? If that's if that's how and see, my thing is rape is rape and rape should be taken seriously. But you didn't even care enough about the rape victim to find out who really did it. That's true. You just used your bigotry and racism to just, you know what I mean? You just took it out on on some black kids, your frustration with it. What does all those rapes? You remember she quoted that? Yeah. Like that gave they gave her the license to take to because she wasn't supposed to even handle it. If you recall, they was gonna they was gonna elevate it to another department to take over. Right. She pleaded and made that statement about all these rapes. What does that have to do with those black kids? 
nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I'm here for it. I know you're struggling with it because you've been anti. And and a lot of I, it, a I, lot of it, Walker's how how I and I need and I'm working on this, but it's my viewpoints on life in general. I'm a very black and white type of person. I don't leave much room for nuance. I'm, I, I live in nuance. Right. I love it. Which is why this podcast is the best one on Apple. Facts. Put it um, out there. <laughs> At least put it out there. So so it's like. While you do have points in your questions for me, I want to apply cancel culture across the board. That's why I brought Cosby into the. And well, that's why I brought him to the again, table. Again, it's a case you by case. case. I know, and that makes it more nuanced. I right. get, I get that. It's a case by case, but it doesn't sit well with me though because I want to. I want to look back at cancel culture generally and say, are you effective or are you not? Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Is it possible to say something? totally factual and truthful on one end and then turn around and be completely full of BS. <laughs> we do it all the time. Yeah, I, I said, do it. It's my life. Right. <laughs> Not really, but yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah. yeah but yeah. it happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> we get that right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm spitting facts and fire on one end. And then the other end, my friend be like, dude, you sound like a total idiot. Right. 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 So if we can be that understanding about us, isn't that true about cancel culture? Doesn't cancel culture get it wrong sometimes? Yes. And yes. I am here to tell you it gets it wrong sometimes. But boy, there are some times when cancel culture is right on the money. Right on the money. This may be one of those times, guy. That's all I'm saying. I think that, I think they may have gotten it right this time. Walker, even when you know how the story ends. I think ends, they've gotten it right this time. Even when you know how the story ends. My question to you is, if we know how the story ends, do we just leave it alone? We or do we, we put, don't. Or do we, we don't. put heat on people connected yeah, okay, to this Walker. Okay, okay, okay. All right. You got anything else about this, man? I am looking forward to binging the rest of this tonight. As am I. With the special woman that I've been with. For almost 10 years. His wife. Yes. So Not Linda Fairstein. And I can't. <laughs> Linda turned me down a long time ago. So, something about fitting the description. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Looks uh, suspicious. Right. Um, Walker, are we going to talk about the rest of this docuseries on our next recording? Um, depends. We can. We Here's can. your invitation, listeners. If, you're, if you are drawn in, which I know you are by this, check in with us. We're going to finish this up. Awesome. All right, let's transition to the next, uh, the next segment, and that segment is discuss or trash. I love it, Walker. All right, either we're gonna we're gonna bring up a topic, something that's happened within the past week or so. We are going to determine if we're going to discuss it or trash it. Gotcha. All right, you gonna go first? Well, I want to, but I don't think you want me to. Well, no, no, no. no. I, I know what I'm gonna lead off. I'm not gonna lead off with. Um, okay, first off, first off, first off, first off. Let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. You know where I want to start off with. Let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. And you can break this deal. I haven't given you permission to break it because this is what adds so much to the podcast. Who are you and what have you done with Walker? Okay. Don't get emotionally tied to whether or not I want to Deals off. (laughs) (laughs) Come through, emotional guy. You taking my emotions by extracting my lungs from my body. The blood that pumps through my veins. All right. All right. Go go ahead and go first. We're going to start off kind of light. Okay. Okay. So um, we're going to start off with the University of Alabama. 
All right. Okay. So I want to trash it, but go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this week, um, the the universe the University of Alabama decided to remove uh, Culver House from the name of their law it, school. Okay, it's the law school. Yeah, but Culver okay. House's name is woven into other schools at the university. They're huge stuff. <gasps> is it excuse me? This just in Walker. Is it the business the business school as well. I thought that's uh, why I'm about to say the business, but it's law. It's, it's law. It's law okay. as well. Okay. They were big donors. Okay. Then something happened. What happened? Well, I need to know if you want to discuss her trash first. Let's discuss it. Because I can't it. give you too much if you're going to trash it. Let's discuss it. It's like cooking or baking chicken breast and just throwing it away. We might as well. honey on it. Go ahead. <laughs> Same thing. You gave me some great idea for some Instagram content. Um, so... Uh, the I guess a representative for the the Culver House Institution or whatever they call themselves, who um, is responsible for funding or making donations to the university to the tune of, uh, I think, thirty plus million dollars here in recent times, had some had some very um, anti verbiage to share about the recent abortion laws mm. that that uh, just became. Enacted in, so basically in Alabama. They spoke out against. It. They spoke out against. It. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm talking fancy, Walker. So, um, I Walker, I I looked, I scoured the web, and I could not find exactly what was said. Mm, I was but ask um, you, did, yeah, is there anything out? I'm there? sure somewhere, but anyway, I, I could not find it. But um, their thoughts and sentiments did not fall in line with the university. So, speaking of your infamous cancel culture. Uh, the University of Alabama decided to pull <laughs> my cancel culture. <laughs> you're the you're the you're the I'm you're the, the face for I wave I'm waving the flag for yeah, cancel culture. Dude, you fitted it. Your hands crafted it. Um, the University you're of Alabama. So you're so extra. Go ahead. University of Alabama decided to not only return said donation, uh, latest donation, and some prior donations, but they also, as of yesterday, said, you know what. We're pulling Culver House from every school you're affiliated with, which includes the law school and the business school. Um, that's the story, Walker. Let me hear your viewpoints on it. Um, is it? I would have to say kudos to is it is the the Culver Culver House Culver House family. and I don't I, it's it's a family but it you know it's run like a trust so they have people that manage it because there's a lot of money involved I respect that but we model. can say the Culver House family uh, I can yeah. I, I like that model by right. the way you can't get touched that way it's an entity I <laughs> yeah. love that um I mean kudos to them for for speaking their truth for standing up for what they believe in even if it comes with certain consequences and my thing is you have you have the university you you have the university and then you have this the Culver House family this entity two entities at odds with one another right and so both of them are standing up for what they believe in and the university felt like it's time to part ways with someone who doesn't share a principal belief or value that we share that's important to us i mean if i'm the Culver House family i'm like well just like Alabama, like good riddance. You know what I mean? What have you lost of your Culver House? Nothing. <laughs> if Nothing. anything, you gained X amount of million back. Right. 
Right. Your name's still printed on degrees of thousands of people in the state. You still got a lot of businesses and people out there trying to boycott the entire state because of what's going on, which I personally think is, is a bit much. But because it's not like you and I agree with it. Right. right? But um, yeah, I don't I don't think nothing's lost here. Gotcha. I just think I just think this is where the re, we end our relationship and partnership. I mean, this is something that you feel we feel differently. And if that means we have to part ways, so be it. And Walker, in a state to where a lot of uh, people are influenced by power or people in positions of power, I have to salute the Culver House family for taking a stand, knowing what's right, by having the balls to, to speak out against it. Because, Walker, you and I both know whoever was appointed to make this ruling I know there's some people in that cabinet that did not agree with it, but did but were fearful of speaking out against it. Yeah. Cul- Culverhouse says, you know what? Y'all can keep that. Here's how we feel. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. So okay. it's easy to do when you got the kind of bank they got, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, but yeah, but you don't have to have make bank to feel that way. True, true. I think it helps because you don't have to depend on other people to take care of you. Right. You got your own institution going on, right? <laughs> but, but and I feel like that's that's what we're that's what we should strive for as our you know families and whatnot. Can I ask this in in terms of the story? Shoot, do you do you see this as an opportunity for any other institution to approach the Culver House family and be like, hey, we got a building over here. <laughs> Maybe only only one. I mean, I don't see UAB don't doing that because they're all under the under the system. I don't know. I, I get it, but I don't know. There's a liberal art school out here that may be privately funded that I may have a graduate degree from that know. may be interested. <laughs> do you see what I did there, Walker? Sanford would do that. I don't know. Nah. But it, if you're Sanford, Sanford's a private. Nah. If you're Sanford, you don't care what K. Ivy says. I don't know. Again, odds are they won't do it. I'm just, I just threw that question out there. What you got, Walker? Let's talk about, uh, let's talk about Hustle Man, <laughs> aka Tracy Morgan, Timo. Okay. Um, Tracy Morgan purchased. I didn't know this was possible, but he purchased a two million dollar Bugatti. Oh my goodness! And 20 minutes later, after driving it off the lot, got into an accident. <laughs> So that's footage of him hysterical. <laughs> Tell him to get out the car. I don't know what he's going to do with the woman, but yeah, nothing happened. Came of that. Do you know how much value a car loses after you drive it off the lot? It's a lot. Twenty percent. Oh, that's on average. On average. Okay, we'll stick with averages here. We we'll stick with average. Should I get my calculator? No, I already did it. Oh. Two million, twenty percent of two million dollars. You know what that is, Gatry? What's that? Four hundred thousand dollars that he lost just by leaving the car lot. Okay. Okay. You here with me? I'm here. Still here. So that means even if he, even if he didn't get in a wreck and was like, you know what, this was a dumb decision. I have no, I have no business purchasing a car this much. Right? Where mm-hmm. I'm gonna drive this car? Where am I going to drive? Where am I going to park it? Right? He's in L.A., I'm assuming. Um, where, can, where do you park in L.A.? Huh? Um, do I give it to a valet? Where are you going to put it, valet? <laughs> huh? You going to put it in between two SUVs? Huh? Two CRVs? 
Where you gonna put my where you gonna put my Bugatti? Right? Right. So he decides to take it back. He said, You're disrespectful. What? CRPs. <laughs> when you got a Bugatti, you can be disrespectful. I'm just saying. He changes his mind. He's lost four hundred thousand dollars. I don't think ever in my lifetime I'm gonna want a car that costs no. four hundred thousand dollars. Can I go for it? And this is on a totally different scale. Okay. Um, but same, same. Are we same discussing concept. this or trashing it? We're discussing it because okay. I'm about I'm about to discuss it. Okay. Walker, you know I have a thing for Air Jordan sneakers. Sure. Okay, so. At it, on Me, too. Me too. Okay. On days that I feel like I'm going to wear Jordans, I look at my collection and then I immediately look at the forecast. All right. And I have a, I have a 10% rule. There's over a 10% chance of rain that Jay stay in the box. Right? Because I'm fearful of what if some kind of mud, grime, or grudge gets on my shoes. All right? These are $200 pair of sneakers. Mm-hmm. My question is, Tracy... You can't keep. You can't have a similar energy about a two million dollar vehicle. What do you mean? I think. I think what Tracy Morgan did is the equivalent of the equivalent of me wearing my uh, Jordan Eleven Concords in the middle of a freaking tropical storm. So he shouldn't drive a two million. He shouldn't buy a two million dollar car. You can buy it. You can buy it. But you drive that <laughs> bleep, on the outskirts. He's trying to get to the outskirts. Walker, Walker. I, don't, I don't know where he was. Walker, where he was going. Walker, I need you to hear this. I have no choice. Right now, <laughs> right now, I could spend twenty bucks, call Domino's, and they'll bring me a pizza. Okay. So you're telling me I got two million dollars in my pocket for a car? They won't bring it to me in the outskirts in the hills of uh, Calabasas? Good point. I hear you. I hear you on that. But if he's Where's a weak nominee, maybe. So wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay. So, I'm fired up by this Walker. Okay, I, I, I gather. I gather that. Let me ask you this: Have you heard of Uber Eats? <laughs> Uber Eats can bring me a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> we need video. <laughs> we need video. We're so behind the eight ball. I need all of this captured. Goodness. Anyway, let me ask you this question. Go drive your two million dollars. You should have a driver. <laughs> What's the last time you think Jay Z operate a vehicle? For two million dollars. Why come the car doesn't drive itself? What does this car do that's worth two million dollars other than be named Bugatti? Walker, let, let's 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 go back to more civilian level. And I'm sorry to keep giving you these examples. I got it. No, I got, no, no, I, I got gotta it. get this one. You can go. You can go and build a Range Rover online. Mm-hmm. They will bring it to your house. Yeah. But if he's going around the block in it, because you got a new car, you're going to be excited to drive it. You drive it, and then the wreck happens. That's the. That's what. That's what an accident means. It just happened. It's not like you planned to have an accident. I'm just saying. I should have trashed this when I had the chance. I'll trash it. Because I have a question. You got my you. blood pressure up. While it's up, let me ask you this. Tracy Morgan is no stranger to accidents. <laughs> you you are, you are, you need to go to church. <laughs> no stranger to accidents. No? Here's where I'm going with this. Here's where I'm going with this. You're such. 
Will you relax? <laughs> Will you relax? He's no stranger to accidents, okay? All right. So, with his with his close call, right? He probably feels as though he's on borrowed time. And maybe that's his justification for making a purchase like that. Possibly. Yay, nay. What do you think? I don't care about any of that. You don't care about none of that. No. You just I you, don't care about why he bought it. You don't care about why he bought it. No. I thought I think it was a horrible investment. No. I will never Walmart bought that. <laughs> huh? Be that as it may. Walmart bought that. Listen. Thanks, Listen. bud. Listen, could it be that Tracy Morgan is just out here trying to live his life because he's on bar time and I'm just, if I wreck it, hey, what's, I had a $2 million Bugatti. No, 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 no. I'm not supposed to be here. No, no, no. Because if he had that mindset, Walker, he wouldn't be demanding the woman get out of the car. He'd been like, ah, wrecked it. Guess I'll get it fixed. I'm ready $400,000 out. Listen. What's another three hundred grand? I, listen. No, he was emotional about it. I bet. Yeah, he was. He was. I'm just asking the question. I'm just asking the question because my opinion is there's no way on God's green earth I'm spending that much money in something that depreciates that fast and will con- and will continue to depreciate. That's you, Walker. And certain Bugattis do appreciate in value, depending on which ones you get. It's not the conversation for that. I right? just think, again, we just talked about another family that understands how money works and how it's used as a tool, right? The Culver House family, right? So to, to flip to this story and see some person who does the actual opposite of that, it's a bit disappointing. To me. You're making me angry. Can we get out of here? Sure. What you got? What's your next one? The Obama podcast. I'm not going to spend a lot of time here, but you just let me know if you want to discuss it or not. Um, congrats to those two. It will be perhaps one of the most listened to podcasts ever, but I'm going to trash it. Okay. What you got? Um, here's, here's one for you to trash. Chicago PD releases a Jesse Smollett 911 call made by his manager. Who's 911 call? Jesse Smollett. Who's that? He is the actor from the show Fox Show Empire that you love the first season of. As a matter of fact, you was a big fan of it. Life you can it relax. You weren't a fan of it? Trash. Empire or this 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 topic? Trash everything. Okay. Matter of fact, trash yourself. <laughs> Keep the microphone first. We'll need that for your replacement. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> We talked about him a little bit earlier. Robert Kelly. Let's discuss this. I'm not going to spend a lot of time here. I wish you would. Um, some more some more charges have been brought against him. Some more people are coming out saying that he did some other things. This case seems to be going. This case seems to be ongoing. But my question that I've asked on several episodes before. But going back to council culture. R. Kelly is still a free man. Even with charges being brought up against him. Who cares? What do you mean, who cares? Like, why why does this have to infiltrate my news feed? This is not where I thought you was going with this. Yeah, that's where I'm going. I don't I don't that's care not what you about said this. Earlier in the week. Indict him. 
And Dynamo shut up. Can you let... It's not a switch you flip, I didn't think. I didn't think it worked like that. Is that how it works? Yes. You just go... go <laughs> What was your That's point? all I've got. I, I just, I don't like it. I don't like it. What you don't like? More charges brought against R. Kelly. Who cares? It's a charge. You have, have you, to investigate. Have you, seen, have you seen Kelly in handcuffs? Wait have you seen it. him behind bars? Wait for it. Then get out of here, Walker. So if he, you can leave you, now. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. So if he does end up behind bars. Then we can talk about it. Yeah, I've already called you out on your hypocrite, on, on your hypocrisy with that. But let's move on. We have a whole episode about my hypocrisy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> we do. We actually do. Okay, my turn. Um, ja Rule. Irv Gotti on The Breakfast Club this past week. Trash. Trash. Okay. Here you go. I'm, I'm gonna. I, I don't have anything else about the playoffs. We're gonna say that for Can't last. Can't believe you don't want to talk about Festival Poppy. I have. I have nothing but the playoffs left. I know we're gonna discuss that, but you've got some more things for me to trash. Actually, I don't. Okay. Um, I want to hear about the chemical castration. I was gonna bring that up. Okay, so we're gonna discuss it. Yeah. So Alabama passed a bill this week that. Um, and I, I'm, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read up on it because it's, it's pretty detailed. Were actually. you expecting me to trash it? I don't know what you was gonna do. This sounds intriguing to me. Does it now? Chemical castration. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Keep me away from that. Well, as long as you don't uh, <laughs> molest any children, I think you should be good there. So the bill is. It passes a bill requiring chemical castration for child sex offenders. So basically, how it works is that. Um, Convicted offenders who've abused a child under the age of 13, they're required, I think a month prior to being released, they're required to take certain drugs to block the production of testosterone, um, as well as other naturally occurring hormones and chemicals in the body that drive libido as a condition for parole. Now notice, now here's what, here's what makes this interesting is that, is that the courts decide when you come off of it. You... <laughs> so the person on parole doesn't get to choose that for themselves. So if a person start stops taking like, you know, chemical castration or whatever, um, if they stop taking it before the courts order them to do so, that's a violation of their parole and they can go back. Now, let me ask you this question. I think California has a similar law, but it's for repeat sexual offenders, right? Right. So if you've been convicted of this more than once, or if you've done something twice or whatever, you know what I mean? At least yeah, twice, right? Sure. I, yeah, almost kind of makes sense, but let me ask you this, Gat. Let me ask you this. Is this a cruel and unusual punishment? Does this fall under the category of cruel and unusual punishment? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> isn't that a violation? Isn't isn't that Walker, if you messing with kids though? Isn't that a Isn't that that's 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 a that's a bit much. Walker, you don't need to be messing with kids. I agree. I agree. 
something i mean something needs to happen to people that do things like this you've heard of the horrific things that have happened to kids in terms of sexual assault yeah no kid deserves that i don't care how bad they are in public somebody's got to pay walker this is my conservative side showing So, so, so let me ask you, let me ask you, someone convicted of doing heinous things to children. I'm not. Who do you think their crime should be, Walker? Let's give you the gavel. Uh, jail time, especially. Yeah, that's going to teach them a lesson. Chemical castration will. Oh, you know, I never thought about chemical castration on the in terms of a female, because it's usually I hate to say it, but it's usually males that are doing these things. Women do it too. True. Okay, let's me be honest. I never considered that. Is it possible to be wrongly convicted of such? Absolutely, especially in this state. That's what, so, that's, that's but, what I'm getting. But you at. want due process? You're not going to get that. That's what I'm getting at. You're not going to get due process. I think it's excessive because in some of these, it's not even proven you got the right person. But if it is proven, if it's proven, then I'm not totally against it. But I think it's a bit much given how flawed our justice system is. No, I, I won't argue with you there. See what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I think it's a big. You don't. Yeah, it's just hard for me to 100% be behind that. I, I think I think there's a there's a point to be made that this is <laughs> it's somewhat medieval about, if you want to be honest. It's about it. it's cruel and unusual punishment, bro. I think it's cruel. I think it's cruel. I think it's cruel. I, and again, you can say that two things can be true. I can say that's cruel and unusual punishment and be totally against what the person did. Yeah, I, I guess you, I guess you're right. You know what I'm saying, right. and so I, I I think it's I think it's I don't know. We'll agree to disagree. I may be I may be talking about that one percent of people who either didn't do it or people who turned their life around. That's probably who I'm thinking about. It may pretty much ninety nine percent of people who do this got a problem and probably will continue to have a problem. So maybe it's nothing, but okay. yeah, okay. Um, See how objective I was there? You you were very objective. I okay. commend you. Um, I'm trying to be more like you, honestly. Anthony Joshua. Oh, yeah. Hold no. on. Hold on. A moment of silence? No. Look at that. Okay. That's how long it took him to get knocked out. <laughs> so disgusting <laughs> trash. I mean, we won't discuss it for long, but I mean, what do you what do you have to say about a guy just got knocked out? Oh, I know what you're gonna do here, Walker. I know. Oh, I should have I should have been prepared. Go ahead, I'm gonna let you do it. I don't know what you're talking. You're about. gonna find a way to weave the Drake curse into this. And then, you're gonna, and then you're gonna want to segue to the playoffs. I know you, Walker. Hey, I'm a, hey, <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me help you out with something because you find a way to bring up Drake. Let me find out a way to bring up Pusha T and say, "Yeah, <laughs> will you stop bringing up Drake, OVO correspondent of the South? No one cares about Drake or his curse. <laughs> just, I thought that's where you were going. With no, it. that's not well, where I was what going. What else do you have to talk about? The biggest loser in this, to me, was Deontay Wilder. Yeah, yeah. Because that, because boxing is about primetime matchups, and that was building up. It was building up be... and brewing. Yes, that was on a collision course. Sure. And this is perhaps, can you argue this is the biggest disappointment since Tyson and Holyfield? Because Tyson was supposed, no, Tyson was going to fight no. Holyfield. Was a, there's another one since then? 
There's another one before then. Before Tyson? Yeah. This is Tyson Buster Douglas level. Gat, stay with me. Tyson and Buster Douglas was on, not Buster Douglas, but Tyson and Holyfield were on a collision course. Tyson fought Buster Douglas and lost. Right. But Holyfield ended up fighting Buster Douglas. Now, granted, Tyson and Holyfield fought again, but it wasn't like this buildup that they were having. But see, but see, here's here's where the difference is, Walker. Tyson and Holyfield were both formidable, respectful boxers. Did you see the guy that beat Joshua? Is that his name? Did you see Buster Douglas? Buster was in better shape than this guy. This guy looked like me out there trying to throw punches. He actually looked a little bigger than me. But okay. This guy beats you? Was this Anthony Ruiz? Yeah. Are you Lu- kidding me? Louise, I think. Are you kidding me right now? Louise or Reed. This guy looks like a freaking truck driver. He looked like Butterbean. Remember Butter- Butterbean? Yes, he looked war- Butterbean was in better shape than he is. Stop it. Stop it. They called him Butterbean for a reason, Gatry. They called him Butterbean for a reason. He had just I'm not going to let you be that disrespectful. He had just as much jiggle. Well, I'm not going to let you. I can't, I, don't, I can't do that. You, you can't be that disrespectful. He had just as much jiggle as Butterbean. Okay. But don't say Butterbean was in more shape. He was he's called they called him Butterbean for a reason. They're they're cousins. Okay, fine. But still, this is a guy that beat you. That's embarrassing. Thank you. It's embarrassing. So I think when you compare Tyson Holyfield to this, you cannot. I'm not comparing Tyson to Holyfield. I'm saying Tyson and Buster Douglas. You said Holyfield first, not brought out Buster Douglas. No, no, no. I said Tyson and Holyfield were on a collision course like Deontay Wilder and, and, and Anthony Joshua were on a collision course. That was the big... Basically, you didn't see the 20... Did they do a... I think they did a special on Mike Tyson. The 30 for 30. They did it either on Buster Douglas. Yeah, it was and incredible. They were, and they were talking about how... This was just going to be a layup for Tyson as he prepared for Holyfield. Right. And Tyson had his eyes set on Holyfield. He, he clearly looked over Buster. That's what I'm, I'm drawing that comparison to this. Okay. Well, why didn't you say that to begin with? Because you don't listen. What? <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I, I feel like Deontay Wilder was the right, biggest, that, that he was the biggest loser here. Gotcha. Right? Uh, uh, the second biggest loser. I mean, Anthony <laughs> Joshua was clearly the biggest one. Yeah. So. Okay. That's all I got. I mean, I'm not. I'm not I'm no boxing enthusiast, but I was looking forward to seeing Anthony Joshua Deontay Wilder fight. Okay. You wouldn't have watched it or paid for it, but you. Would I would have, have tried to, to watch it, but I definitely would have paid for it. You can tell the truth to our listeners. I would have watched it. No. Um. Why? <laughs> you don't watch boxing. You don't pay to watch boxing. I have before. But you won't for this. Why you know that? Because Deontay Wilder's fought. I, I, especially not now. There's no fight. <laughs> Shut up, Gatry. <laughs> NBA Finals. Discuss your trash. We gotta discuss. <laughs> we gotta discuss how trash this finals is. These finals. Why are. is it trash? Because it's not going the way you planned it out. Correct. And Why? Not- because Toronto's gonna win it. Careful, careful, man! I backed you into some corners today. Careful. I need Anthony Ruiz. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's his name. Um, Walker. Okay. What? I've said this before. I believe that the NBA playoffs and finals are rigged. It's hard for me to stand on that right now, considering what yeah, we've seen. <laughs> absolutely. Especially since you said it's set up for Golden State to win. But let me tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm waiting. This is troll. This is... this is The NBA is trolling us? The NBA is trolling LeBron. <laughs> 
can't even say this with a straight. <laughs> Let me tell you what's gonna happen. Let me now, tell you what's funny. gonna happen. Let this is funny. This is some of your best work. Continue. As you know, <laughs> I believe it was twenty. It was twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen. The Cavaliers came back from down three one to defeat the Golden State Warriors. Yep. All right. So long story short, KD comes back. Klay Thompson stops acting like he's injured. Steph Curry is Steph Curry. Draymond continues to be dominant like he has been. <clears throat> and they win the next three games. Here's, here's why it's still rigged, Walker. Because everyone and their grandmother knew the Raptors had no shot at beating the Warriors, especially when you consider the tear they were on, especially since KD got hurt, right? Did you, thought, did you think? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. So coming into this, Adam Silver knows no one's gonna watch this. So extra. No one's gonna watch the Warriors sweep the Raptors. So here's what we do, okay? And this was all in the production meeting of the NBA. Here's what we do. Let's let the Raptors get up three-one and make it look like the Warriors have no shot. And then Katie, that's your cue to come back. You do what you do, and we're going to let the refs make sure you do what you do as the Warriors come back from down 3-1 to down 3-2 to locked up at 3-3 and Walker. Final game seven. Final game seven. The whole world watching. The only thing that will make this story even sweeter, Walker, and there's no way for this to happen because I believe there's a game seven that happens in Toronto, but if that game seven we're in Oracle Arena for the last game of that building. The Oscar award goes to Adam Silver. Best production. It's still rigged. Okay. And let me ask you this question. <laughs> Toronto closes them out on Monday. <laughs> You're not asking me. I'm saying if oh, they do. If they, okay. If they do. You get back on this podcast. I'll come up with something. <laughs> no, 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 no. You ain't coming up with nothing. You, you're going to come up with the unmitigated gall <laughs> to eat this filet of crow that I've prepared for you with some nice fixings on the side, okay? <laughs> what are those fixings, by the way? To be determined. Okay, cool. To be Thank determined. <laughs> Okay, you don't say nothing. You just eat, all right? You eat like Hawaii eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do, okay? You just continue to eat like you've been eating. I want you to do your favorite Kawhi impression on this crow that I serve you, because I think it's over. And the re- here's why I think it's over because I, I mean, KD may try to come back. But I thought it was very telling how they immediately ruled him out of game four. Like, he wasn't a game-time decision. It makes for a great story. Okay. Because you, you saw it pre-game, Walker. The closed arena practice. No one can get in. Not even Stephen A. Smith. Okay. Closed-door meeting with the team. You don't think it's game gamesmanship? I don't know what it is. Because they do that. Warriors in seven. Warriors in seven. I had the Warriors in six. Okay. I so did Draymond. 
So you still got the Warriors in seven. Warriors in seven. This is just because this is too good of a story. To t- I mean, if, if the Raptors oh, won 4-1, does anybody... Trust me, if it gets that far, it's an amazing story. It's an amazing story. Just like it was with Cleveland and Golden State a few years ago. Okay. You know how many people watch Game 7? Sure. I know blind people that watch that Game 7. So now is a part of the the podcast where you talk about the guy who just makes, who's made you so ingratiated with the culture. Shout Dreezy, out, Dreezy Drake. Oh, Drake. Okay. So gotcha. what 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 are we? You was gonna bring him up? Okay. And I'm playing devil. I'm playing Drake's advocate here, or Aubrey's advocate. I like Aubrey's advocate. Okay. I love what he's doing. I love what he's doing. He's he's an he's an effective Spike Lee. Okay. So he. I don't know. I don't know. I just I just praise what he's doing. As you should. Getting into the psyche of the other team. Work your job responsibilities. Right. Um, but what, what was intriguing about Drake that I was uh, made aware of? You know, he's got Curry and Durant's numbers tattooed on him. Yeah. Do you care? Um, did you see the meme this week? Showing like Drake next to basketball players and how, how short he is, gushy eyed he is. Oh, it's like yeah. Drake has always been trying to be a basketball wife, right? Hilarious. LeBron in Miami. Uh, that was that is yeah hilarious. So, anyway, I just I got to shout out Drake there. I like what he's doing. You got to shout him out, absolutely. And his trolling. You are. Oh a, my you goodness! Are, you are a shout for us to, to give shout outs every week. You are a shout out whore, <laughs> dude. You got to give him a shout out. You got to admit Drake's trolling has been a one. You've been off of social media, so you have probably haven't seen everything. No, I have not. But that picture after game three of Clay Thompson and his caption of stay golden, my friends. <laughs> this is all gonna make it so much sweeter when the Warriors win, but you know, whatever. Okay. All right. That's all I got, man. Okay. Um, let's get into the critically acclaimed shout outs and player of the week you go first okay and i'll be honest listeners if you want my player of the week i do not have one i did not prepare it's on me my bad why is that why did not prepare yeah oh because i was watching the game last night and because you're trash yeah okay so i'll start up with two things i do have and that's shout outs i got two of them they're brief everybody knows them number one sean jay-z carter first official billionaire in hip-hop P. Diddy, step aside. What's unique about this, Walker, is Jay has been so quiet. He's been so quiet. But whatever moves this man's been making. Boss moves. Oh, my goodness. He's a businessman. He is. He's a businessman. So I, when I saw that, are we going to tell him the story, Walker? Hmm. That's on you. Okay. I thought this was going to be uh, prime for Walker. I thought he'd be all over this. So I texted him. <laughs> it said, hey, man, I know this is going to be your shout out. And in pure Walker fashion, he sidesteps it and he gets me emotional and fiendish laugh ensues. But anyway, second part of my shout out is Riri. I don't know her full name, but uh, Rihanna. Rihanna Fenty? That's her last name, Fenty? Like what you get from Starbucks? Venti is what you get from Starbucks, oh. you goof. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I was a little puzzled or perplexed by this. She um, was the richest woman in music. 
uh, yeah. But a lot of her moves have been outside of me. Yeah, obviously. it's been her makeup. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. That uh, ain't no blah. It's a blah. No, it's not. Well, I want to know where Beyonce is. Bang. And I know this isn't a shout out, but. She is, ba- I mean, that line, bank. Bank. You going to look it up? I know. I don't wear makeup, so I don't care about that. You would if it's worth $600 million. No? No so, care? So you're saying all of her $600 million from the makeup thing? That is a She's worth $600 million. I'm not going to say all of it's from that. Okay. Well, but, I mean, but it, she's she's that makeup line Fenty. Yeah. It took off a year or two so, so ago. Okay, it's it, killing. It's impressive. It's killing. It's impressive. It's which is probably a big reason why she hasn't been focusing on music like that because she's been making big moves elsewhere. She's killing. All right. Shout out to you, Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of shout out is that? <laughs> Are you going to shout somebody out or are you going to shout I them out? I just want to know how, how Beyonce has him. more energy to Drake, Drake trolling than Rihanna being a businesswoman and earning and being on Forbes. Kill yourself. <laughs> You're on payroll. You're on payroll. Is it direct deposit or do they slide you some money <laughs> over the table? It's direct deposit. It's 2019 for Pete's sake. I don't know what, how y'all got it. I don't know what arrangement y'all got. Money in a bag? Anyway, um, my shout out goes to two other people in the entertainment industry is T.I. and Charlemagne the God. Now, Gatry assumed that I was going to choose Jay-Z and Jay-Z is kind of like how Jordan was in his prime and how LeBron is and is in his prime. Or was he's nothing like what Jordan was in his prime. Must be respectful. So can you not cut me off? Can you let me finish, please? Thank you. So. What I mean by that is, is you could have given Jordan the MVP every year because we know how critical he was to his team, as is LeBron, right? We could give Jay-Z, because he is black excellence, he could, we could give him a shout-out every week because he's always doing something dope. He's always doing making music we enjoy. I mean, he, he's always... Do, every time you... Most of the time you hear about Jay-Z in the news, it's something positive and something major he's doing, right? True. So I wanted a challenge. So what I did was... Well, there I, was that jet ski incident. <laughs> <laughs> That's still shout out worthy. Go ahead, Walker. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So T.I. and Charlamagne the God about a couple of weeks ago now, they went up to Capitol Hill to talk about uh, creating opportunities in the black community for black businesses to thrive. Okay. And it was through the, are you familiar with the concept of like zones? Like, like opportunity, opportunity zones? Opportunity oh yeah, zones. yeah. So they Big topic about, in our group me. So they, talk, so they were talking about that um, with politicians and whatnot and basically in, inspired by the life of Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle. Mm, okay. And basically the spirit that Nipsey embodied, they're trying to take that to Capitol Hill to create initiatives for the black community for more of that to take place. So what I like about this and the reason why I'm shouting them out is that I can appreciate people like those two who are using their platforms to continue the work of of what Nipsey Hussle stood for. Nipsey's been gone, what, two months now? Jesus Christ, I feel like it's been that long. 
it's right around that time where you're starting to wonder: Is this death in a distant? Is it a distant memory now for people? And are we back to to our BS? You know what I mean? Back to our regular schedule programming. And so for them to pick up that mantle and keep going with it, I want to salute them for that. Um, they could have very easily continued to do what they do, entertain people, do the whole nine. But I like that they're thinking about creating opportunities for black businesses and providing potential tax cuts, breaks, and whatnot for those people. So. Shouts out to them. Keep doing what you're doing. I hope you guys be able to see it through and that it does help the community. The marathon continues. Yes. That's great news. So here's my, here's my, let's get to the BS. How are we doing on time? We're, we are actually pinpoint direct right where I like us to be. Okay. So my player of the week, cause you don't have one, right? No. You can join in on this one. This is funny. So mine goes out to, I can't pronounce his name, but Michael Camo, C-O-M-E-A-U, Michael Camo. Michael Camo is the principal of Holy Family School in Louisiana. Oh. Not in Alabama. Not Crystal. Yeah, not Crystal Ray. So he's a Catholic school principal. He had to resign recently. And this is where you ask me, Walker, why does this man resign? Michael Camo resigned because he got arrested at a strip club in Washington, D.C. while chaperoning kids from his school on a field trip. Interesting. Tell me more. Uh, that's all you need to know. About that. <laughs> I think it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think it I don't think there's no need to go into more detail there. What I mean, I get it. I get it, right? He's a principal. I'm pretty sure he did he handled this off to the assistant principal. Since the principal didn't want to go, called in sick. He probably wasn't, but you know, he had to. So he's on he's in DC. He'd rather be somewhere else, obviously. Sure. The kids getting getting on his nerves, they're not listening. He's blowing off some steam and money. Um, goes to the strip club, gets into it, I guess, with whoever the strip club over his bill. Okay? Okay. So instead of agreeing to pay it out, he gets hysterical. Um, you can relate to that. And ends up getting arrested. <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he ends up getting arrested while on a field trip. So, you know, the optics of this looks bad. You're with you're with your principal. You're supposed to be setting an example sure. and helping these kids grow up to be productive citizens, not shell telling them, hey, when you get frustrated in life and do stuff you don't want to do, go to the titty bar. Go to the shake joint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So for obvious reasons, he is my player of the week, Gatry. Gotcha. Yeah. Walker, you know, I'm a bit of an optimist. Right? Sure. And one thing that I feel like I'm wired to do is find the good in every situation. As a parent of a child at a Catholic school. I want to see this one. Okay. As a parent of a child at a Catholic school, I look at this situation, I examine it, and you know what I immediately think, Walker? What? I am so glad, even though what happened was unfortunate, I'm so glad he went to the strip club and did not do... What a lot of other Catholic priests do. Sure. I mean, of course you would think that. Optimism. What's your point? 
I just want to sh shine, shine some light on the story. <laughs> Do you think you achieved that goal? No. <laughs> By the looks of your face, I failed miserably. Uh, add reach God to your title too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean this. This. Sucks. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, he. He. Yeah. I'm glad he didn't molest any kids. Right. Yeah. It could have been worse, but right. he still got arrested and he's still out of a job. Okay. Well, I guess there's nothing more to see here. It sucks, but yeah, yeah. Principal, principal. I get that. He disciplines the kids right, when they get when they when they get out of line. But he's a grown man who got arrested. Had he gone to the strip club and not gotten to the altercation, we wouldn't have known about anything. Wouldn't have known about. He'd have been another patron. You couldn't even be discreet and go into the strip club. <laughs> You, you, nothing in you said, you know what? I'm out of town. I'm with these kids. I'm, I need to, I need to keep a little profile. Here. Right, right. No, not him. Yeah. got to look when, the, hey, when the Henny in the system, right? Sure. That human element comes out every so, time. Anyway. Um, we didn't do this. So for those of you who have stuck around at this point, we wanted to remind you, check out all of our content on the tippingpoint.com, T-H-A. And um, what's on that website? Um, you can get our SoundCloud link, our Instagram link. Uh, you can even get our Stitcher link. But most importantly, you can get our link to Apple Podcasts. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> We're on Apple. We probably should have started off with that. Yeah, I guess but, we could have. Uh, we, it's always the next episode to do that. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's all I have, Walker. And that's all I have. We want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast and hanging around with us. And as usual, this is the Tipping Point Podcast. Have a great week, everyone.